Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Coach's Corner on the Bridging Impact Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Furtado, where we are passing the ball to the next generation of athletes, coaches, and parents. And in the Coach's Corner, I share the wisdom that I am learning from the week. I listened to a really great podcast that helped flip my mind and think about something in a way that I didn't realize is a big challenge for athletes. And one of the things that makes me incredibly frustrated, and I'm guilty of doing this as well, and I'm trying to get better at not doing it, is saying, what is wrong with this generation of athletes? You've heard it before. You've heard it from parents saying, what's wrong with this generation of kids? But at the same time, if we want to teach empathy, if we want to teach just an ability to understand people and listen and, and yeah, empathy, we have to understand that when we were kids, even me, like I'm only 24 years old. I grew up, I had a, you know, a smartphone in my, my first year of high school. I think I might've had an, I, I had an iPhone by the end of my time, maybe junior, senior year. I'm not sure. Social media was not where it was. When we were kids, we did not go through a pandemic where we got, especially here in California and on the West Coast in Oregon, that's what I can speak of. A lot of classes were canceled. Kids were at home. Kids' technology uses skyrocketed. And there wasn't quite the same social media. And, and that's from me. And I'm still like, I am a young coach, right? There are a lot of coaches out there that say, what's wrong with this generation of athletes and that are like 40 and 50? And think about it. At that age, I was listening to a podcast by Stephen Mack, who I'm going to have on the podcast here in a few weeks. And I'm very excited for that. He talked about when he surveyed, he surveyed a ton of young athletes across the United States. We're talking in the cities and rural and the biggest challenge that they had, they felt like they were always striving for something and never enough. Let that sink in. They're never enough. So if you think about it, the reason I give this context is because they are on social media. So let's, I'm going to take myself for example. When I was a player, let, let's use basketball for an example. I was always a bubble player and I kind of knew my role though. But think about this. If I start going on the internet and recognizing, seeing all these kids playing, you know, AAU and, you know, they, they're posting these videos, I'm going to start feeling like I am not enough because, you know, I see, you know, let's, let's say 20, 20 players on the internet I don't even know that I feel like are the same age as me, that are better than me. You know, and, and all I'm seeing is their highlights, of course, right? And we're comparing, you know, like even myself, right? Like I have to be protective of, of the Bridging Impact brand. And, and, you know, maybe sometimes I'll post like a funny picture of like misses. But if I'm going to post a video of kids I'm training, I want to post the shots that they make, right? But that doesn't, that means we don't post all those hours and hours and hours under there of the missed shots, of the, the practices where you wake up and you're tired and, and when you're not at your best. And so this generation of athletes feels like they're always striving and they're never enough because they can look on the internet and they always see someone that's better than them, always. So what can we do about that? There is one question we can ask consistently in our programs, with our kids, with our teams that will help us recognize the progress we have made. What are you proud of? What are you proud of? And the first time you're gonna ask this question, you're gonna get looked at like, 
you know, you have four eyes or, you know, you have horns on your head because as coaches and, and parents and a lot of times teachers as well, we're always talking about what we can improve on. What more can we learn? What more can we learn? And the social society is telling them that as well, social media. And so we have to look in the mirror and ask ourselves, what are we proud of? And maybe as coaches, we have to do that first and model it first. Hey, I'm proud of, I don't, you know, one thing I need to work, work on for sure is not yelling at the refs as much as I used to when I, number one, I was a player and then as a young coach, and now, you know, I got a season coming up. So that's something I want to work on. And I want to be proud of by the end of the season that I am not a nuisance to, to the refs. And that's something that maybe I can share with my players, but as players, you know, how we, we often get told what we need to work on. Right. So, thinking about what are you proud of? Number one, you just have to ask that question and in not one time. And it doesn't have to be at every practice, but you know, I think a good time to do it is after a three game win streak. You know, sometimes it's even after a two game losing streak, right? What are you proud of? Right. And so sometimes it's, it's, it is reading the room. Like there's probably no right answer of when to do it. And you'll have to figure out when it works best for your kids and your program, but you need to do it, you know, more than once, right? More than one time a season, because they have to take the opportunity to realize like, you know, I had another conversation with a dad the other day and he was telling me how, you know, like it just feels like it's constant striving, constant striving and no reward. Like at the end of the day, a lot of these kids, and I don't even want to get into like full AAU and all of that, but a lot of these kids, like it's never ending sport for them and, and wins and losses becomes, it doesn't become a reward anymore. There's not enough rewards. What about creating those internal rewards for our athletes to recognize what they're proud of? Oh, I can make, you know, I used to only be able to make three threes in a row, but now I can make five. All right. That is, if you help articulate that for them, because that's my number two point, a lot of our athletes are not going to be able to do it, especially, you know, like young boys, they don't feel like they feel like that's cheesy and they shouldn't be, you know, that's not something they always need to be getting better and better and better. And that's, that's hard. But if you help articulate, Hey, let's, let's use this three, for example, you make five threes in a row versus three, that's 40% better. Now, if you make, you know, six threes, that's going to be a hundred percent better than where you were, you know, let's say a month ago, two months ago. That means you're becoming a better player and starting to put, put it in specific, you know, specific and, and genuine and truthful. Like then, then they can be like, okay, uh, wow, I really am getting better, right? Because you get that personal connection with the coach versus like on the internet, they go, they go and watch, not even Curry, but let's go watch, you know, someone else that's on the internet that's around their age, make 12 in a row. And they're like, oh, I, I got to get to 12 right? Instead of celebrating their wins and where they've gone there. So as a coach, we have to articulate to them what we're proud of, what we see from them. And another thing I used in the newsletter was like attitude wise, right? Like a lot of times I see, you know, kids will shoot, they'll miss, they'll, they'll frown, put their head down, right? That's something you can work on. And then in a month or so say, Hey, look, I'm proud of you because you miss, you keep your head up, you get back on defense and you, you focus on the next play. Cause we're all going to make mistakes in life. And that's the purpose of sports is to help them recognize their growth. So that way they can recognize their growth in the classroom and at home and with their leadership and their relationships, you know, like utilizing sport to teach these life skills and ask them what they're proud of. So they can ask themselves, Hey, you know, you got a 90% on that math test. That's the best. That's the best score you've got all year. Right. Recognize that instead of comparing themselves to, to the kid that math comes easy and it's always 95 to 90.
right? We have to recognize and be proud of our accomplishments, which means me to my last point of just encourage, encourage, encourage. We often get kind of, again, stuck in this cycle of always giving them feedback and this is what you need to improve on and this and that, and which is great. Like you need that too, but it's not the only thing that exists. You need encouragement. You need to be, they need to be told what they're proud of, what they're doing well, right? So it's like, you have to reward that behavior that you are seeing and then teach the behavior that you don't want to see. So, you know, let's say, hey, they're not making as many threes in a row. What can we do? Hey, let's go look at your, your form. Let's teach and let's let's break down a little bit. And honestly, if you see that their form is is all right, then it might be up here. It might be mental training and you might need to be like, what's going on up there? How can we improve this? You know, so those are just little things that make a huge difference and they see that coach it, again it has to be specific it has to be genuine and it has to be truthful because if it's not that if it's like oh you're such a great shooter and you know they can they can still only make three in a row right they're going to know that coach is bsing them and they don't want that or, or or the parent is bsing them they want it to be truthful right so hey you know maybe it's Sometimes it's got, you got to focus on certain things. Some, some players, you know, I'm, I'm using a lot of, I'm heavy on the basketball right now, but a lot of players, they're going to play. They're not going to be great offensive players, but they can get you rebounds. And then that's what you encourage them on. Cause that's what they contribute to the team and, and giving them something to tie a positive identity to, but also reminding them that sports are not their full identity. And that is probably a whole nother episode in itself. So I appreciate y'all for listening to this episode. Comment below what you are proud of, of yourself and or your teammates, uh, your team that you are coaching or leading. You know, you could be a parent, whoever. And make sure you share this podcast with a friend. I feel like we need to be together and unite and help tell each other more what we're proud of. Go text someone what you're proud of, of them. You know, there's always you know, room to grow. We're always works in progress. That's so, that's never going to not be true, but we have to recognize how much, how far we have come and grown and just, just bask in that. So make sure you subscribe to this podcast, wherever you get it, starting to add it on a few other feeds, but Apple podcast, Spotify, YouTube, best place to probably get it. And yeah, I will be in your ears and eyes always on Wednesdays. We post the bridging impact interviews with great fantastic coaches. And on Friday, I share coaches corner, what I'm learning from the week. So again, I appreciate y'all. And I hope y'all have a wonderful, wonderful day. Coach Furtado out.